Dr. Lars Dingman, the iTunes Psychic. Subscribe for free iTunes Psychic, a top 10 iTunes podcast in the iTunes store. Hi. Hello, Jess. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm fantastic. (laughs) Great to hear. All right. My three songs are Taylor Swift, Shake It Off. Shake It Off. Sam Hunt, Take Your Time. Right. And A Thousand Horses, Smoke. Yeah, it sounds like uh, you've just broken up with a significant other. You're, you're walking away, you smoked them, you're, you're moving on. Has there been some turmoil in your love life uh, recently, Jess? Wow, that is actually dead on. I actually just got out of a relationship, actually. Hmm. Yeah, and you left him. Uh, he did not leave you, correct? Uh, sort of. A little bit of both. <laughs> Uh, okay, so but but deep down you don't sound. How long ago did this happen? Uh, about a week. I'm seeing about a week. Uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. You don't seem too broken up about it. <laughs> nope. <not> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I kind of sense that you let him think it was it was mutual, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's not you, it's, it's uh, me. You don't have to be a psychic to know that that's BS. Um, so what I'm seeing is you are shaking off like a snake uh, shakes off its old skin or a, a caterpillar turns into a butterfly. You are shaking off your old shape and, and assuming uh, a new skin. Uh, you're reinventing uh, yourself. Uh, uh, have you changed uh, your outward appearance in any way in the last couple of weeks? Not exactly. You've changed your hair. You've changed your hairstyle. I'm seeing hair is different. I did just cut my hair. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm seeing that. Uh, um, and it's shorter now than it was in the past when it was longer, yes? It is. Yeah. You've shaken off uh, this old guy like a bad cold. You're reinventing yourself on the outside. I think what you need to do is reinvent your inside as well. I feel that there was some uh, communication issues with you and the old boyfriend. Who's, I'm getting his name was Robert or Rob or Bob, something like that? Uh, no. Kind of close, though, actually. What was it? Uh, well, Chris, but his middle name was Rob. Yeah, okay. Ooh. All right, yeah. Yeah, I'm in the zone. <laughs> yeah, I'm in you the are. Zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I'm seeing is uh, you want a different, uh, you weren't satisfied with that relationship, and you need to, you're working on the outside. You've changed uh, some of your clothing. You've changed uh, your hair. You've changed uh, some of your makeup uh, for your face. Uh, you're reinventing yourself, which is good. You're a young lady, and uh, metamorphosis, changing is a good thing. But you must not neglect uh, the inside of you uh, for the changing. Do you normally, uh, are you normally a singer? Do you sing out loud in the car or in the shower or in a cabaret act that you may have that's unbeknownst to me? Um, yes, very poorly. Okay. All right. What I would like you to do is, uh, are you familiar with the Beatles? They were a rock and roll group in the 1960s. Of course. Okay. <laughs> what, what is your favorite Beatles uh, song? Oh, gee. I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Anybody got any suggestions? I uh, can't when buy I'm me love. Mm, let it be. I'm seeing something that has to do with movement and travel. Do you know uh, the, the back in the USSR? 
Yes. Okay. What I would like you to do now, and this is an exercise, is to awaken uh, the mature woman inside you. As you, you're shedding your skin, the, the vibrations of this song, of you singing this song, will shake uh, loose uh, changes, and you will flower, open up like a bud opens into a flower, and it will help you uh, moving forward. So what I would like you to do now is, is to, you know the opening riff? You know what a riff is on a song? I do. Okay, I would like you to do the opening riff from the, the back in the USR. Oh, geez. <laughs> as loud and as forceful and as sexually charged as you can on AM radio. <laughs> hmm, okay. are you sure this is a good idea? It's an excellent idea. It's an I excellent idea. Have I been wrong? Everything I've said so far, Jess, has been exactly on, except I named uh, the uh, idiot's middle name instead of uh, the first name. Give me a break on that one, all right? Fair so enough. here we go. Ding, 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 ding. That's all I got so far. What, you're, 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 you're a jackpot machine? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's coming up cherries. I told you I wasn't good at this. Craig, do you have the, do you have, uh, the song? Could you play her the opening yes, riff Dr. by David, any chance? I can, pull up, I can pull up the opening. I, yes. Play it very loud. Now listen to this, Jess. This will free you. I don't know how it I feel like I just half did that and just didn't do anything. I did. I was there with you. If you're truly looking to uh, to uh, change the trajectory of your life, uh, Jess, you've got to uh, change your behavior. Otherwise, uh, you just will find another guy like this last guy, and you'll date him for a while, and uh, that'll go sour. I believe, for Dr. Lars Dingman, I believe that the doctor is the first doctor that you've had on the show to read, isn't she? Correct, Patty. I don't believe I've ever read a doctor on the program before, but uh, doctors are practically uh, like people. <laughs> wow. The world's most renowned iTunes psychic. What is the uh, science behind what you do? The whole uh, reason what I do uh, actually works is because the entire universe, the physical universe that has so far been observed by science, is essentially energy, vibrating energy. Uh, doctor, are you familiar with uh, string theory, pendimensional string theory? Uh, I have a passing acquaintance with with string theory. Probably not as much as you. I've tried to learn about it, but it's so incomprehensibly dense, I don't understand the intricacies of it. What I do understand is what aligns with the work that I do is basically there is no matter. You know, E equals MC squared. The E in that uh, equation is energy. Mass times the speed of light spread. So energy and mass are interchangeable. And what uh, Dr. Nikola Tesla uncovered, and I have... Uh, worked with is that vibration is energy that humming and uh, music songs are the uh, vibrations that we all tune to and listen to like certain what, what is your favorite uh, music band that you listen to is there one brand that you like more than others like the Beatles they were a, a rock and roll band in the 60s Ooh, that, that's so difficult I, I, I think my go to for that question would be squeeze I think it relates, okay. relates to a certain time in my life and and uh, and, and it's joyful music, but I, I have so many others. Hmm. 
it is joyful. It's peppy, uh, coffee in bed. Uh, it's a very peppy vibration. So that's your vibration. Other people like AC, DC or heavy metal or jazz or whatever. And there's no rhyme or reason to it. There's no right or wrong answer. But that's the vibration that you resonate with. And what the universe, which is sentient and alive, is able to communicate with human beings through song titles. So what I do is I have people tell me the last three songs that they uh, randomly heard, because this is how the universe operates, uh, seemingly randomly, but uh, actually not. And from those three song titles, I'm able to predict your future, because the universe is reaching out to you to either pat you on the back or slap you in the face. As we said before on your program, fear is the most wasted of the emotions. You know, caution is good. You know, if you're, if you're, if you're uh, propelling down a mountain, don't take out a knife and cut your rope. That's <laughs> stupid. Right. Right? Sure. But uh, fear, people are afraid of speaking in public. People are afraid of asking out someone they're attracted to. And what does that do? It just uh, shoots yourself in the foot. That's a, um, a, a major um, obstacle that, that I often have to overcome with patients in, in getting getting the, the treatment that they need or the testing that they need. Uh, and They'd rather not know. Yes. Ah! And that's the same thing with Dr. Dingman. People would rather not know. And But here's the thing. We've had so many listeners call in and really had such a wonderful, I think, sort of insight. And some of it, some of it, you know, maybe they don't quite see, see it until later. But 312-981-7200. I'm so convinced that you will enjoy your reading with Dr. Dingman that I have a Lou Malnati's pizza for our first listener to call in and have a reading done by Dr. Dingman. That's, by the way, Dr. Dingman, I promise I promise you, I'm not going to go without uh, us seeing each other before you have another uh, Lou Malnati's pizza. Before I see you next time. Yeah, you know what, you know what, Patty? Patty, I can see the future, and I know you're filling me full of like, BS. So don't even waste your breath. I understand. <laughs> I understand. If I was going to get a pizza, I would have gotten it months ago of being on your program. I I'm know. I keep giving them away to listeners. I, I like I, I I love you, and I know that you would want me to put listeners ahead of you in the line for. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that I, I just you're, you're, you're telling me, oh, don't worry, I'll give you. I know that's BS, Patty, and I understand it's not you. I'm sure if you had an unlimited amount of pizzas and uh, you had extras and you were going to be out of town for a couple of days, you'd give me one. I oh, feel badly because it's not just it's not just pizzas, but it's also like I feel like I should like you know whether it's a, a, a Chicago beef sandwich or maybe a Chicago style dog. There's so many things I should be really making uh, happen in your world because uh, you know I love my city and I should be sharing like a, like maybe a nuts on Clark kind of situation. You know some of that popcorn and nuts. What what else do you like from Chicago, yeah. Doc? I just keep pandering to you. Yeah, you, you, you know the deep me, dish. You're making me hungry. You're not making me hungry. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just making you hungry. When you're in Chicago, I got a nice yes. bowl of raisin bread. I'm fine. <laughs> well, at least you're regular. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> Doc, are you regular? Uh, you could set your watch by my bowel movement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you remember when Oprah used to have Dr. Oz on before he was Dr. Oz, right? When he, they would talk about w- how your poop demonstrates your health. At least Look Oprah at never gave that poops. away is one of her favorite things. Can you imagine giving away buckets of poop? Poor Megan. Megan's on hold and she wants to have a reading done by Dr. Dingman and I've gone off on a tangent. Hey, Megan, how are you doing tonight? Okay, how are you? Very well. Have you ever had a psychic reading done before? I have. Hello, Megan. Uh, what were the last three songs you randomly heard? 
Um, fire behind the candle box. Cover me by candle box. In the world I know by collective soul. Fire behind, cover me. You know, Megan, we were just moments ago talking about fear. There's something in your life that has is making you cower in fear. Is there something uh, something in your life that's not going well that you're afraid of at the moment? Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm not working right now, and um, my son has a speaking problem. He has apraxia, which I've been worrying about. Uh, yes. Um, mm-hmm. I also lost my best friend and ex-fiance almost a year ago, and that has been the toughest. Okay. What the universe is telling you is that there's a difference between fear and sorrow, okay? When you lose someone that's close to you, sorrow is an appropriate uh, emotion, right? Right, right. Uh, fear, fear is not... But I sense, I feel like you're afraid of the world. And what the universe is telling you that you're being afraid of the world, and that's probably not good for you. Would you say that's fair that you're afraid of the world right now? Um, yes. I, I don't know how to really live about without him being around anymore. It's hard to know how to do things because I talk to him every day. He was in my life every day. And, um, it's been hard raising my sons without him also. So. Sure. And you know what? No matter what happens, for the rest of your life, there's going to be a part of your heart uh, missing. And unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that, right? That is part of who you are going to become and who you are right now. I'm assuming that this person loved you and wanted you to be happy. Correct? Yes, he did. Okay, so there you go. You're far behind the world you know. Your fiance, God bless his soul, is uh, gone. You, you're out of work. You have trouble. Far beyond the world you knew. Cover me. You want to get back into bed and just pull the covers over your head? Yes. Because uh, you've been you've been dealt uh, so many bad cards. Uh, and I believe what the universe is saying to you, Megan, is okay. There's a difference between sorrow and fear. You're, you're perfectly uh, healthy exceptionally healthy to feel the sorrow for your situation with your son and uh, your fiance and the fact that you're out of uh, work makes you feel sad. Mm-hmm. Fear, fear is a completely different thing. Fear is, works against you, right? And what the universe is telling you is, okay, you're sad and that's fine and that's normal. But eventually, especially because your fiance would have wanted you to go on and live a wonderful life, correct? Yes. Okay. Unfortunately, he's not going to be here to share it with you every day. So the best way to honor his memory and keep him in your heart is to go out and live a big life and live a happy life and understand that that's what uh, he would want, whether he was here or not, because uh, I don't know what your religious affiliation is, but uh, the consciousness that you have transcends the body that you're currently operating um, right. You know, you either believe that you live and die and that's it, or you believe that you die and that your consciousness continues in some way. People call it the soul, the essence, whatever, that it goes on. Uh, I, I, I'm more than convinced that the consciousness survives the death of this body. So your your fiance is somewhere. Still right. With you no, that I believe place. that, too. I, okay. So if yeah. you believe that, you walk that walk, Megan. 
if you really believe it, then live your life that way. You don't have to be sad and fearful forever out of respect to him. And I think what the universe is telling you is you don't owe him to be brokenhearted for your whole life. You owe him to not be brokenhearted for your whole life. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Is it difficult? Absolutely. It's incredibly difficult. But so what? Right? Yeah. Or you can say, so what? And, and so what? Maybe does that, does that sound harsh? Intentionally so, Megan. Is this a kind of language that your fiancé would use? This kind of... Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, I just got the chills. Your yeah. fiancé would say, so what? Me- yeah. Megan. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, well, I see these movies in my head, Megan, and I feel and I say things. I, I, there's no judgment in what I say. Right. I'm relaying what I feel in here. And that's what I kept hearing is, so what? You can either lay down and die. Or you can go out and live a fabulous life. And what he wants you to do, as I'm sure you feel, is he would want you to go out and have a fabulous life. Mm -hmm. You understand that. But I think you feel guilty if you go out and enjoy yourself that you're being disloyal to him. True or false? That is very true. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead. It's it's very true. I... I, you know, I think about what he would think I'm about what I'm doing at the moment all the time. And that's perfectly natural, right? To yeah. wonder about those things. But at some point, and this does not have to happen today, but what the universe is telling you is that you're coming to the point in your life now, it's been a year, where you have to understand that, yeah, okay, bad things happen to good people. And the only thing you can control in your life is how you react to it. Right? And that's what fear does. Fear stops you from reacting. It, it makes you like a turtle. You ever seen a turtle get flipped over on its back? Yes. What does it do? <laughs> it just lays there. And that's you, Megan. You want to move, Megan, but you're an upside down yeah. turtle right now. Your legs and your arms are spinning around in the air. Oh, my God. Ah. But you're not going anywhere. You're like an ashtray at the Sands Hotel in 1964 balanced on uh, some showgirl's ass. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now, was that you or was that was that uh, Megan's fiance? Was your fiance a smoker? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There you go. If he was a smoker, that was it. (laughs) (laughs) Life is about laughter and life is about enjoying it, Megan. And it's okay to give yourself permission to enjoy it, okay? And to have a good time and not feel guilty. If you're afraid that people are going to go, oh my God, look at Megan. She's at a movie or she's laughing at a comedy club that's so disrespectful to the man she lost a year ago. You know, this is not uh, Athens, Greece. In the 1840s right. where someone dies and you have to wear black clothes for a year. <laughs> no, I know that. I do know that. I know you know it, but now you got to start living it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do an exercise with you. And I want you to do this every morning when you wake up. The first thing you do in the morning, you do this. And you do it for two weeks and it will change your vibration. It will raise your vibration and you'll be able to get in touch with the happier things in life and be more uh, more happy, more content, okay? Okay. All right, here's, here's what you do. You wake up, you face the east. Do you know who Jerry Lewis was? No. 
It's okay, Dr. Digman. I know. Take a, take a breath. Not everyone knows who Jerry <laughs> Lewis was. Oh, Jerry Lewis. That's Jerry. Like Jenny. Oh, <laughs> Jerry. Yes, I know who Jerry oh, Lewis is. Yeah. Bellboy. Uh, Dean yeah. Martin. That's Jerry Lewis. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I, I heard you. For a you moment, on. you were the only person on the planet who had never heard of it. That's not true. <laughs> you, you recall one of his famous sayings? I don't. Lady. Hey, lady! <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't help myself, Doctor. That was you can't. It's it's like a virus. Once you've heard it, you have to repeat it. The way he would do it was so ridiculously stupid and silly that it brought joy to people for fifty years. So what I need you to do, Megan, I need you to scream at the top of your lungs, uh, not lady, but you have to do it like Jerry would do it. I'm going to give you a <clears throat> lady. So you'll be elongated, <laughs> and you really have to feel it in your, your gut. Okay, let me, let's, let me hear you try it. Ready? One, two, three, go. Ladies! <laughs> yeah! Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to jump the gun, Doctor. It was, little, it was a little too, it was a little too white bread, though. I need a little more cashew. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A little more what, Doctor? It needs to sound more Jewish. Okay. Jerry Lewis was a, 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 a yeah. iconic. Make it sound more Jewish, okay? One, two, hey, ladies. Yes. Yes. Every morning for two weeks, I want you to wake up, and that's the first words out of your mouth. You're talking about yourself. You're giving yourself permission to be silly and to have a good time. And the louder you scream it, and the longer you stretch it out, the better it will be for you. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah, and Megan, please follow me on Twitter and tweet at me and let me know how things are going over these two weeks. I guarantee you, it may sound silly to you, but if you uh, do it and you really commit to it, it will change your outlook on life and it will open up uh, the road to happiness again for you. And that's what this message from the universe is. That's from, you know, perhaps your, your departed loved one. It's coming through me. I'm not really a channel of a person, but, uh, you know, sometimes I say things. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but it makes sense to people that are listening. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. It's at iTunes Psychic. Everything on the, it's iTunes Psychic. iTunes Psychic on the the podcast, on the Twitter, and the Facebook and everything. Thank you. Dr. Dingman, I think uh, you've topped yourself. That was a great reading. Yeah, well, you know, I I think, uh, like I said, the things I say... I don't have any judgment in what I'm saying. Some of the times I don't even really understand what I'm saying. But uh, I think in her case, that's what those, I mean, those songs couldn't be, you don't need me to decode those songs. Those song titles were talking about a scared, sad person pulling the covers over her head and hiding from life. And that's, you do it for a while because you have to grieve. But at some point, it's pointless. Nice meeting you on the radio, Doctor. Same here, Doctor. You were wonderful. That was extraordinary. Your three songs are One Dance, Yes, Green Eyes, Yes, and New York State of Mind. Yes. I'm seeing that uh, you've got money issues right now. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's with the green eyes, greenbacks, uh, money. Money is the color of green. Things yeah. have been a little rough for you financially lately. Do you work in the entertainment field in some way? 
I do. Yeah, I'm sensing, I'm seeing spotlights, uh, you know, the big bright lights uh, shining on your face. You're a performer or you work behind the scenes? Performer. Yeah, I, that's what I'm seeing. In New York state of mind, are you considering moving? I'm, yes, I kind of want to move to New York. Yeah. And what I'm seeing is that you've made some, some, we'll call them unfortunate choices lately. That, yep. <laughs> that have put you financially behind, yeah? Yeah. And you know what these mistakes were? Pretty much, yeah. 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 I, I'm seeing, uh, I'm seeing partner. Was there a, a, either a romantic or a business partner that you used to be working with and now you are no longer working with? Um, well, I was with my boyfriend for eight years and, and we broke up about nine months ago and so that's made it really hard financially for me right you don't miss him you miss his checkbook pretty much yeah that's los angeles love <laughs> exactly <laughs> i love that you're honest Kristen. yeah I'll- are you uh, I- i'm seeing smiley faces are you a uh, do you work in the comedy world yes i do <laughs> All right, yeah, that's what the spotlights uh, were that I was seeing uh, previously. Oh, wow. When you walk on stage, what's your first joke? Um, Well, right now, I am actually talking about my breakup. I'm saying, have you ever wanted to get out of a relationship so badly? You're like, if only he would just hit me. (laughs) It's a really bad joke. Yeah, well, here's the problem. That's that's not particularly funny. Yeah, it's a little bit of a downer. The universe is telling you you need to focus on what is important to you, which is the green. And the way you make money in your business is by being funny. And I think what's preventing you from being funny, as you've just demonstrated with the opening line of your act, is that you're, you're still thinking about this guy that you were with for nine years, who you just told me a few moments ago, the only thing you liked about him was his checkbook. Right. Yeah. Now, I don't know you from Eve. All I know about you is you stayed with a man for nine years because he paid your rent. I don't want to come across as like this, like, using. But that's my point. That is how you come across when you open your act with that. You're presenting yourself as a weak, damaged person. And what the hell's funny about that? A lot. (laughs) Evidently not. You've got no green. The reason the universe sent you these three songs and had you call in today is that you need to shake off this old boyfriend. And we're going to start in the belly. And we're going to move up to the head. And once we get to the very highest pitch you can do, boom, then you're blowing him out the top of your head and you're getting rid of the cloud of Justin that surrounds you. And you'll be free creatively to come up with new material and uh, achieve your dream. All right. So let me hear it. One, two, three. My roommate's going to judge me. You know what? Who cares? I want you to visualize the top of your head blowing off like a volcano. (laughs) I realize this is silly, okay? This Justin guy is still casting a shadow over your life, and I don't think it's working for you, is it? No. Okay. Just, 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 just. You left out the boom. Actual boom? Like a, like that. Okay. Change your vibration now. What are your three songs, Katie? Bette Midler, The Rose. The second one was Olivia Newton-John, Magic. And the last was Air Supply, Even the Nights Are Better. <laughs> are you currently involved in a romance? I am, actually. Yeah, I'm seeing eight weeks. We actually just moved to San Diego eight weeks ago. Right, that's the eight. First of all, it's magical just to find one person out of the six billion people that are on the planet that you could actually live with and not want to strangle, right? 
Well, sometimes you want to strangle them, but yeah, a little strangling. But you, you, you know, you let go before they turn blue. Right? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. and that's the magic. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. However, every rose has its thorn. This third uh, song, even the nights are better, which is a really cheesy uh, song that again <laughs> tells me that your your relationship is going well. Well, I like that. If I listen to cheesy music, it's going to get even better. Probably not. I mean, eventually you'll want to strangle yourself. You think he'll ever put a ring on it? You've been going out with him, I'm seeing, like, two years? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing that he will put a ring on it. Was he married before? Did he live with someone before? He was married before, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he has a job down there. Is that why you moved? Uh, that's part of why we moved, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm seeing money. I'm seeing money. Uh, you remember the Lucky Charms commercial? With the leprechaun? Yeah. Okay, and it, it, he always has the big bowl, and it's filled with Lucky Charms, and he's a happy leprechaun, and of course the leprechauns are known for their uh, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. That's what I'm seeing with you, I think, with this guy. Um, is his name Gary? That's actually his middle name. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Gary. Wow. But and you just described him perfectly. He he would want nothing more than to have a big pot of gold or Lucky Charms at the end of a rainbow. There's a pot of gold? I told you his name was Gary. It is Gary. That's amazing. Do you have a birthday coming up? He actually has a 40th birthday coming up this week. It may not be his birthday. He may wait until October and your birthday. When is your birthday, Katie? Uh, October. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Wow, well, we're going to be in Europe over my birthday this year. So that would be a good time. You don't have to be a psychic uh, to see that coming, right? <laughs> it's your birthday. He's taking you to Europe. You've got a pot of gold with rose and magic. Even the nights are better there. That's true. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. He's going to ask you at night. To be his wife in Europe for your birthday. Oh, awesome. So you're on the right... That would be a dream. Come yeah. true. Thanks so much. I'm going to have to go tell him about it right now. No, don't talk. Don't, don't, don't. Hold on. Hold on. Stop the music. <laughs> Stop the music. You crazy? This is for you. The man's nervous. So the last thing you want to tell him is, Oh, now I know you're going to... Uh, <laughs> give me a ring. It'll freak him out. Right now, the universe is saying, You right. got it. Just don't screw it up. We have another caller, Josh. Welcome to Psychic Circus. Where are you calling from? New York City. All right. What are your three songs? Fading and Listening by the Shiny Toy Guns. Okay. I've Seen All Good People by Yes. And then the third and final song is The Ties That Bind by Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Do you have any relationship problems right now, Josh? Um, right now, my wife and I are trying to figure out if we're going to have children or not. That's the listening and the fading. I I'm sensing that she is sure that she does, and you are somewhat on the fence. Yes, I that's very accurate. Okay. I've seen all good people. Children are all good people. I mean, until the parents screw them up. Mm-hmm. And the ties that bind. What binds more than a child? Wow. Yes. Yes. Very much so. Wow. Impressive. Your wife, she works, yeah? She does. Yeah, I'm seeing a computer and 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 uh, writing. Is she in? Is she a, a writer or someone who works in an office? Wow, wow. Yes, she's actually someone that does the social media marketing for a book publishing company, and also has her own novel coming out in the next six months. So you nailed it on both fronts. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm seeing. The issue is, do you want to bring a child into a world like this? Exactly. You nailed it. Yes. Wow. Very impressive. The most evil thing about this planet are human beings. Yes. But also the most amazing, loving thing about this planet are human beings. 
Interesting. People sacrificing their own lives to save strangers. People giving away their fortunes. A family loses someone in an accident and they donate organs so that other people can see and uh, have a liver and a heart and eyes. Those are magnificent, loving things. Yet, uh, also, there are complete assholes in this world. <laughs> that there are. So, the world will only get better if there are more good people than bad people. Mm-hmm. So what the universe is telling you is, do you think that the child that you would bring into this world would be a net gain or a net loss for the planet as a whole? That makes perfect sense whether or not I think of myself as a person that could produce an individual that adds to the goodness of the world as opposed to, like you said, someone that's going to be a soul-sucking asshole. Right. Um, no one knows what the future is going to bring. Except for you. Exactly. Exactly. But my my particular gift doesn't allow me just to, you know, go get lottery numbers and pick horses at the track, unfortunately. Right? Well, you're on fire today. That last call you had, I heard it. It was unbelievable. So I'm glad I finally got a chance to get through to you. I know it's really hard because people need your time. And now that I've spoken with you, I was skeptical at first. Everybody is. Uh, but but you, have, you have changed me. No doubt about it. Thank you so much. You really provided me with a whole different perspective. Dr. Lars Dingman, the iTunes Psychic. Subscribe for free iTunes Psychic, a top 10 iTunes podcast in the iTunes Store.